on the fourth day of Christmas, namely night, kids gave to me four time loops, three young kids, two prophetic dreams, and refrigerator donuts. Welcome to Namely 90s, the podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name is Andrew, and over there is Brandon. That's me. Uh, as usual, you can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90s. If you'd like to watch the show on YouTube, head on over to Namely90s.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash namely 90s with a 90s. Happy Christmas Eve and welcome to the fourth episode of our 2021 12 Days of Christmas specials. How's it going, Brandon? Uh, good. Happy, happy Christmas Eve. You <laughs> sound a little under the weather. There. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Between the third episode and the fifth episode, I just got this mystery cold. You know, just it, it happens. And, then and it, my hair got cut randomly and then grows back in one day. And then <laughs> it's gone, gone, gone away before uh, it comes back in the 10th episode. Yes. Very good continuity here. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, as usual, we have a very special guest. Who Brandon will now introduce. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Took took everything away from me to to be funny or punny with. Uh, Uh, You're welcome. That's right. We do have a very special guest, too, in fact, from a very special podcast. We have Patrick M. Dunn returning from last year. Yeah. And and, uh, uh, Kat Helstead, the author, uh, who was... I believe stuck in traffic, bringing us appetizers from Applebee's last year, as we joked, uh, due to her internet. Yeah, turns out the boneless wings were on back order oh, due to for COVID. A, <laughs> for a year. Hi, Kat. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome. It's it's good to finally see you for more than a second before yeah. you blip out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, it's that whole it was fit- like Thanos snapped and I disappeared. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was going to blame it on the fifth dimension. If you went away this time. <laughs> Well, uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, it, it was, uh, I mean, we had fun last year talking yes. ER with you, Patrick. Uh, we were sad. Kat couldn't join us. But uh, mo- recently on a very special podcast for your, what was it? Your Thanksgiving extravaganza, was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, absolutely. You, you got to talk to each other because you're the people that talk. On your yeah. podcast uh, about <laughs> yeah. ER, uh, a, a very special episode of ER. Um, yeah, I think they're now, all special. Now, which honestly, episode was this? It was the first season Thanksgiving episode. It's the one where um, there's this vegetarian, vegan, animal lover kind of guy who. Um, oh yeah, he has like the uh, yeah yeah. He gets pecked he, uh, to death by the birds or whatever. Yeah, he tries to save a turkey from. I want to say it was like, was it at a mall cat? Like, I can't. Yeah, it was like at a mall or something. And he like rescues the turkey. He like pulls it into his car. 
and like the turkey attacks him and he gets arrested and then <laughs> he tells the turkey in the car and then he feels bad about it. And then he later eats but it. But then the ER <laughs> gag cooks the turkey and he eats it and he feels good about it. Oh, uh, it's there's like a scene at the end of the it episode really where the, creepy and dark. Yeah, they're just kind of handing out the turkey on plates and they hand it to this guy and he just kind of t- turns around and faces his back to the camera. But then the camera angle changes and you just see him biting the turkey and he has this big grin on his face. Oh, it's, it was just classic moment from ER. There's just no chance I'm like in the ER and just eating this turkey that they prepared. God only knows where like it's it just sounds disgusting and also like a health code violation. <laughs> they did it in the suture room. Is that where they defeathered and like prepared the turkey? Oh, dear. Yeah, they <laughs> Carol's creepy boyfriend got like really excited about uh, plucking this. He's like, oh, I grew up on farm. I'll do it. I'll do it. And the guy was in the other room, like from a room <laughs> while they were like trying to. Uh, Patch him up, and the window was like the blinds were open, and you just see like this guy going ham <laughs> on these feathers, and these feathers like it was wow. insane. It, it was a great episode. episode. Yeah. It truly is. Yes, <clears throat> um, you know what? They know how to they know how to bang out holidays. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Um, but I guess I should have asked you to tell us about your podcast for those of our listeners that don't remember from last year uh, what a very special podcast is. Shall we let the lady in the room explain it? I feel like you're really good at uh, describing the podcast. <laughs> I feel like I describe it a lot. <laughs> you do. <laughs> we discuss classic TV shows. We'll take a random episode and discuss it. And then we talk about what else was on that night, what we think we would watch. We get obsessed about really random things from a time period. And like, we'll not let that thing mm. go. I, I, so, like, There's always things that come uh, up. I was like, like the what else was on portion because it's like uh was it the same episode that it was that was um the on abc it was uh the god what's the show chicago uh, hope no it was uh my so-called life and my so-called were appeared together on Matt was on? wow that's yes. a- and we were baffled by the pairing of those two shows we we're like why would abc it's eight o'clock my so-called life, and then an hour later, Matlock. Like two uh, yeah. con- completely different shows together. The, the older people would not be able to stay up for Matlock at nine, <laughs> and the young people are like, "What is Matlock? Uh, I'm gonna watch ER instead." Um, uh, well, ER was later though. That was an hour later though. It was ten o'clock. Yeah. Oh yeah, ten yeah. o'clock. Yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. We had the gory scene of a turkey being defeathered on on network television in 1994 so. I mean, ahead of its you know, time really uh, yeah. the year, year uh. before you saw the guy's ass on MLIPD blue now you see a naked turkey it's it's uh, uh you know what they show an ass in this episode of er yes yeah. they really? do. it isn't it garrett morris's ass yeah it's garrett morris's ass and there's a, like a like a rose sticking out of it no it's a sunflower it's a sunflower, uh, sunflower. yeah i remember that isn't the guy with the, the turkey guy isn't he like a character actor that's in quite a bit of stuff i feel like he looks familiar to me yeah he looks really familiar i don't know his name but we may have at the time like a million things. Like, yeah maybe a couple of weeks ago we knew the name but yeah. <laughs> and andrew needs to go back and listen to that episode he would have a good time yeah, uh, nice me are the, the so you're at like 240 episodes how long have you been at at the podcasting game and uh, 
Seven years? Is that, is it's that been seven years. Seven years. We did our seventh anniversary Dang. this September. That's awesome. We, we Congratulations. Take, like, I realized just the other day it lasted longer than my longest relationship. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we take a lot of breaks in between, though. You know, sometimes we get sick of each other and we just need time off. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, that and I'm a workaholic. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, she'll be like, hey, we're going to record tonight at like 10. I'm like, okay. And I never show up. <laughs> Because you've fallen asleep. Yeah, like Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, I've done it. Sorry. Uh, uh, but I mean that your dynamic is fun because it, it's it's um you've known each other. Like, can you explain the the how you met originally and like how that developed into a friendship and yes, your... this is great. So, one minute, one minute, share the story, and you can just kind of like jump in at the parts that I'm wrong because yeah. I'm misremembering them. <laughs> yeah, I, I will correct you, Patrick, because you know that's that's what I do. I woman's. Yeah, yeah, we got a um, we actually got a like a direct message comment from a like an anonymous person that uh-huh. said that they like the show, but they dislike that cat woman explains everything to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's awesome. You gotta, you gotta gotta lean into that one. Oh, we have been. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so what year is it now 2021 yep. we're, still, we're still in 2021 now all right so 23 ish years ago we'll say 1997 it was a different world 1996 1996 i'm sorry it was a different world and um cat and i just kind of we both got super into this very short-lived uh, daytime soap opera called Sunset Beach that was on the air for like three years that maybe 27 yeah. people in the world watched. <laughs> and <laughs> it was it was produced by Aaron Spellin, uh, who did like Melrose Place and Beverly Hills 90210. So it was just kind of that kind of show. It was like really for like younger people and not, I don't know, the elderly who's into <laughs> Guide and Light or whatever. Uh, so... so I just randomly one day like found this AOL form dedicated to it and it was was it a chat room or like a message board I can't quite remember exactly what it was okay I think it was an AOL chat room okay and I I think we found each other somehow because of Sunset Beach and we started talking (laughs) yes but you'd go to this chat room and there'd be like six people in there and then maybe a year into it it was just like three (laughs) <laughs> and the three of us there, there's like a little like group of three people we still talk together all these years later so that's so it works out. Yeah. yeah and uh i don't know then we kind of went through maybe it was like what like a five six seven ish year gap where we like never spoke to each other at all no contact yeah like somewhere in college in our college years like you just vanish i went about my life and then we found each other on like facebook and we're just like, okay, let's be friends on Facebook. And we didn't say anything to each other. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, two years later, I just randomly send her a Facebook DM. And I'm like, hey, I have a crazy idea. Let me know if you're on board with this. I'm like, I kind of want to do a podcast about classic television series from yesteryear. And then we'll discuss them over a glass of wine. And I just think you'd be the perfect person for this. And then, like, she said, okay. Like, that was it. There was no, like, further, like, twist in the arm or anything. Because I knew yeah. out of, like, everyone in the world that she'd be the only person that would want to do this. And it's seven years later, and here we are. Nice. Still well, you guys are very, you're very versatile for our needs as far as this goes. Because, like, we try to choose shows that are in a certain person's lane. 
or a certain podcast lane. And you guys kind of can cover all of it from the nineties. Yeah. So it's yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just randomly pick a decade. <clears throat> Sometimes we kind of like, um, we'll do like, we'll, like we haven't done the seventies in a while. So then we'll go back and like do a show from the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Or we'll do something really old. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll do something like really random too, like other media, like, um, Books. books. We've done a lot of Sweet Valley High. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Audiobooks. Cool. I didn't know they did audiobooks. Uh, they they did Sweet Valley High, excuse me. They were actually called Books on Tape back then. And uh, yeah. right. okay. so they only did the first like six or seven books we learned, right? Something like maybe just the first four okay. or something. Like that's all we've been able to find. I think we have done everything we can find. Sweet Valley some, High. Yeah. And some like <laughs> lucky happy soul out there recorded them and then put them on youtube so we just have like a, we had a means to listen to them oh, and then brilliant. we read out episodes and we're like all right we'll never do that again <laughs> uh <laughs> the modern technological world we yes. can bring back that stuff yes uh speaking about the past uh I, you, you mentioned you might have a holiday memory relating to superman for those of you listening we and didn't read the title title we are talking about uh, Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman today uh, for this episode, specifically season four, episode 11, Twas the Night Before Mixmas. Um, but we always like to ask the, de- the guests if they have any 90s holiday memories or anything relating to what's going on. With uh, You want me to go first? You want me to just slide into this uh, memory yeah. lane first? About it. All right. So, all right. Um. So this is season four, you said, of Lois and Clark. But yes, I think the, this is the final last season. One? Okay. Yep, I correct. was totally Thank out God. of the game by this point. Yeah. Like, way out. I think I was only like a first season person, mm-hmm. but um, I was totally into this world. And um, I may have asked a family member to like hand make me a Superman cape. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I may have like, like 10 or 11 year old me may have like walked around the house for like Years, maybe just like wearing this just thing. maybe years, possibly. Yeah. Huh. yeah. So basically, it's seen that into Sunset Beach. Uh, yeah. yeah, probably. Probably like rolled right into. You know what? I probably was watching Sunset Beach wearing my homemade Superman cape yeah. that had the he, S on it, which I don't think Superman's cape actually has the S on it, right? It's uh, just on the chest. In, in this series, uh, I don't think it does. Okay. I, well, my I, cape I, had the S on it. it was yeah, cool. I loved it. I so I I guess uh, for a Halloween costume in like later college I just bought a red cape uh, then put a, an S on the back with black marker and it's definitely sitting somewhere around what's, this house. What's right the now. practical use of a cape for a superhero? I don't quite understand that. Uh, it looks cool. Is <laughs> yeah. kind of the the big the big one, and uh, I don't know. Um, it's it was established that it's from Krypton, right? Isn't that his blanket mm. that he is? Uh, in some continuities, it is his uh, blanket from from uh, that he was wrapped in as a child and then sent to Earth in. Oh. And it's also like invulnerable yeah. to like bullets and stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say like so maybe if uh, you know he's gonna protect uh, Lois from bullets kind or of fire around the city. Yeah, sure. Perfect, perfect uh, shield. Perfect shield. Yeah, you know she doesn't want to get um she doesn't want to get that like pillbox hat that she was wearing. All ruffled up from from the elements. So <laughs> Superman's later. There's also like 
some people argue aer- the aerodynamics of it, and it's like, okay. <laughs> He's, I don't think yeah. that's, that's. I don't think aerodynamics come into play when you fly via magic. You know right. what I mean? Like, yes. uh, well, uh, does he actually fly in this episode, or does he just kind of like float gently to the ground? I feel like that's all that really happens. Yeah, he does think, float. Yes, I, I mean he floats more than he yeah, flies. I think well, there's one one scene where he's flying for a quick second. Possibly. It's, it's, it actually for like 1996-ish technology it looked pretty good. Not gonna lie. I was like, oh, I yeah, believe it. For for nineteen ninety for 1990s, I it wasn't the worst. Except the flying <laughs> sequence in the opening credits where he's like oh, flying yeah. someone away from the exploding building. He's just like oh. standing upright and just floating forward and slightly <laughs> up. That's <laughs> really bad. Yeah, the, the, the opening sequence undoes every... Well, it also shows you like a much better show than the episode <laughs> we saw. Because um, that's the show that I remembered, and that was not the show that I got. Like, well, this felt like a, what I think Kat said pre-podcast. It was like an Ion TV made, made for TV movie. Yeah. I have a real problem with... Oh, yeah, sorry. It, go ahead, Kat. I was just going to say, there's like a levels of like Christmas movies. This is like Ion <laughs> level, which is mostly what Dean King does these days. <laughs> Well, Terry Hatcher is off the top. That I I understand the comment now. <laughs> the thing that always drives me nuts is these shows that are called like the new adventures. And then it's 2021. And you're like, this does not feel new. It's like <laughs> stop using <laughs> temporal terms to describe your show because then mm-hmm. it's going to be dated mm-hmm. before you know it. <laughs> that was a thing that happened a lot, though. It was like the late like, 80s and 90s. Yeah. They love to say the new adventures of and now they're the old crappy adventures of. <laughs> Well, there's the new Lassie. It's out there. Oh, wow. Which, which I am obsessed with, by the way. Uh, uh, that, that got filed back in my head and never yeah. came up again until just now. It's, um, it's back, baby. No. Uh, Maybe I'll send you a DVD for the holidays. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that would serve me right for giving Andrew multiple jewel things for yeah. Christmas. Uh, Kat, did you have something you wanted to volunteer before we move on to... I just know that for a while, Dean Cain was like the Christmas mm-hmm. movie king. He was like doing all those made-for-TV Christmas movies. And then maybe... He got two pull. Four years ago, after he did one with Melissa Joan Hart, I haven't seen him do it. I, I think that was around the time that he got uh, political and then got canceled. That always goes well. Uh, is, is he officially canceled or is he just kind of? I think he's like pseudo canceled. Is there a register uh, of officially canceled people that we can consult? Also, well, I remember uh, he was the dad on Supergirl. Yeah. Uh, and. Um, yeah. But he only lasted through like the first season and then the second season they killed him off immediately. And then all of a sudden he appeared on Last Man Standing. We're like, oh, that was quick. Yeah, no, exactly. Kidding. That was quick, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, well, doesn't he die on the first episode of Supergirl? Like, I'm not really super. I've only like seen a few episodes of Supergirl. So. It, it, if they think he's dead, then they find uh, out he's actually been alive. And then they also find out that Martian Manhunter has been masquerading as him. And then uh, I think he's alive for at least a little bit of time and then dies. There's a lot of research that I got to do later on on that. Yeah, yeah. That or it was Martian Manhunter the whole time. <laughs> well, because you can uh, shapeshift, right? He's a. Yes. Uh, I do think it's a, a funny thing with Hollywood, though, is they're like, um, we don't agree with your politics. We're going to have to kill you. <laughs> On the show. 
<laughs> because they can't in real life. <laughs> exactly. Um, so back in a time when uh, everything was the Rachel haircut, which I'm pretty sure Terry Hatcher had in this episode, yeah. um, we had Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman. Uh, I always say that out of all the celebrities, I look the most like Dean Kane, which <laughs> is not evident right now because I'm wearing a hat, but, um, and I have a beard, put on a leotard and slick your hair back and we'll, we'll be the judge of that. Yeah. I'll go change yeah. into my Superman costume real quick. Yeah. You gotta uh, do that. Uh, that Lego hair look that he has when he's Superman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, my hair, I definitely used that much gel in my hair when I was uh, in the nineties as well. I mean, I know Superman does this quick change thing, but like if you're going to save like an orphan from a fire, like really you're going to spend the, you know, 14 milliseconds doing your hair. Shouldn't you be getting to the scene of the uh, accident faster? Yeah. Right. Where's the fire department in this uh, metropolis <laughs> or, or any like law enforcement or just any agency like they just don't exist. And it's yeah. just it's uh, it's three this, beat cops uh, yeah. saying good job, Superman. They show up out of breath yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah. gosh. Hey, Superman. It's like, OK. Uh, like, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I just need to know more about this world because, like, are there street level vigilantes in Metropolis that can, like, take care of, like, bank robbers and just, I don't know, like, a gang fight in the alley? Instead, it's, like, Superman, like, all the time stopping this stuff. Well, and what's their judicial system like? They, Superman doesn't ever collect evidence. Like, <laughs> how often is he in court? He must be in court constantly testifying. He just leaves them hanging like Spider-Man and then leaves. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. bounces. Well, he just hands them off to the cops, and they're like, oh, geez, thanks. Yeah. Back they can't the convict like anybody. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Uh, I just wanted to say before we start, uh, after watching this episode, I, as a palate cleanser, I had to go and watch Smallville, <laughs> and uh, yes. I'm currently almost through season four. <laughs> Like you, uh, like you watch four seasons in like a 24 hour span. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's, uh, I definitely, it feels like it was days, weeks even, but, uh, it, it definitely needed to, I needed to just, so I was like, I just need to watch one episode. I need to hear Remy zero say, save me. Um, and that's, and now I'm kind of like, I'm at least half a season in the Smallville. Uh, I very much. I know it's not better, but it's. <laughs> I don't know. I'm it's a little more modern, know, I guess. Yeah. I sat through all 57 seasons of Smallville, like original airing. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I yeah. followed this show from like year to year through. Like, I, I think it had like, they said it was going to be over so many times. Then it was mm -hmm. like, we just renewed it for nine more years. And I was like, oh, yes, nine more years of <laughs> this. This was a CW show, right? <laughs> Uh, it was originally WB. Well, yeah. sure. But they all like yeah. somehow, even though they're very different in their content, mm -hmm. the shows from that network all have like the similar feel that I don't like. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> well, um, your, your wife makes you watch the vampire diaries. So I, I yeah, understand yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't really watch it per se, but, but I mean, you're, you're in the room. Sometimes I'm captivated. I'm like, why are all these people so attractive? Where's the fugly one? Like, that's my question. <laughs> uh, I just learned that <laughs> Nina Dobrev was from that. She was, uh, has anyone seen that Netflix, uh, um, Christmas movie that came out this year about the catfishing, uh, love hard. I think it's called. No, but this sounds exciting. Yeah. I've seen the trailer and I'm just like, that's a little too close. <laughs> <Right. to home." laughs> 
since I'm dating again, so I'm gonna just like. Uh, I, I thought I thought it was, I I I watched it over Thanksgiving uh, with my aunt and uncle because you know it's hard to pick something uh, between the three of us to watch, and uh, I I'd recommend it. It's it's heartwarming, and they do a good they do a, a good cover of uh, Baby It's Cold Outside without the rapey uh, overtones. The, yeah, the rapey <laughs> overtones. You're so right. Uh, is it the uh, what was it Zoe Deschanel? She did like the um the the female singing to the male. Yes, was that with was that with Will Ferrell? No, that was that was <sighs> that was the regular version. With I thought Buddy, that was her, Buddy the her Elf, band. like whatever her band. Oh, she and him. Yeah, isn't it she and him? And like who did it? Uh, <laughs> it's possible. The they they rewrote it for the the movie, and it it works. They improv it in the in the in the movie, but. Yeah, it works. There's it, articles now that say this should be the definitive version. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, does so y- y- everyone watch this when we were younger? Andrew, did did you did you oh, watch yeah. this? Yeah, I, we watched this. Uh, you know when it originally aired. I don't. I don't remember <laughs> watching. I remember seeing the ads for it. I don't remember actually watching the show as a kid. Like this was that. a big deal when this came out, though. This was huge because, and back yeah. then it was good. <laughs> oh, it was great! Like I remember, it came out. And, yeah, it was yeah, great. I was in this world for like I would say definitely the full first season, and then I just kind of sporadically was like in and out, and then I think I don't know if this is exactly what happened, but I feel like there's an episode where Lois and Clark are supposed to get married, and like Lois gets replaced with a robot. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that very familiar. I don't think yeah, that's that sounds super familiar. <laughs> and so like it wasn't official, but they like advertised it as like the wedding episode, but it really wasn't because it really wasn't Lois and she got kidnapped by Yeah. But know, they they are in fact married by the time we get to our the episode and oh, yeah, it's referenced like heavily. Yeah. You feel like it didn't take them very long to get there. A lot of these shows now it's like they wait eight seasons to put the main character together with the, the love interest, you know? Like Smallville. Yes, I feel like they knew they were on their way out, and they're like, you know what, we should just do it for real, get it yeah, over with. That's uh, that's good. And then their ratings dropped again for the fi- final. Because everyone would be mad if they don't do it, but it always kind of ruins the show too. Well, I mean, the whole the whole crux of the show is it's Lois and Clark, and they're or Lois and Superman, and they're all like living in a modern '90s world uh, <laughs> instead like- of '70s. When I was watching this, I was trying to figure out, like, what is the demographic for this? Because I, I really don't think, like, middle school age me would have super have been into this episode. It was definitely, yeah. <laughs> definitely for, like, young adults and, uh, I guess, comic book nerds. The I problem think is they, they depart from the, sh- like, the normal show because they have to cram some sort of Christmas theme into it, you know? <sighs> But it's also just like the cheesy drama is definitely more like for like adults in their like 30s. Or- I, I was like, like, maybe my parents probably watched this like this night. They were probably actually watching this now that I'm like sitting back and thinking about it. And they probably loved every minute of it. But I would like throw this on. I'm like, is that supposed to be Superman? They, What's they a haven't shown Superman. <laughs> yeah. I guess isn't it like twenty minutes before he like shows up in a costume? Like, yes, it seems like that. It's it's definitely it starts as Lois and Clark. Uh, let's, let's get into it. Twas the night right. for Mixmas, everyone. Yes. Uh, um, I, my first note is Terry Hatcher was a decent Lois, and then I stopped. Was she? Uh, nah. 
It was for the first 30 seconds she was on screen. Uh, but like, okay, the crux of this episode is that um, it's like a, it's a time warp episode uh, or time loop episode, excuse me. And um, like, so every, and every time they loop, everyone in the continuity gets like more depressed. So uh, I feel like all the actors were just like giving their best performance of <laughs> not having any energy if that makes any sense because <laughs> no, it feels more like like just <laughs> abstractly watching this it feels like wow no one was a good actor on this show and dean kane is forced to carry it which, which is can't. not yeah, yeah. Well, it, it felt never ending it really <laughs> did uh there, there was a point so I, I watched this last night and i had 15 minutes left and i just i was exhausted i fell asleep and i woke up 20 minutes into the next episode that auto played Mm. And I didn't realize I'd fallen asleep. And I just thought it was like the continuum of the episode. And it made, it made sense. Like I was like, oh, okay. Like they finally got out of that damn time loop. And now they're, um, I don't know, fighting the next villain of the week. They finally got rid of Mr. Um, mixed, uh, click tick. What was his mixed, name? Mixed, 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 mixed a pit look. Mixed Mixed so, Master Mike. He did, Minxie, I don't know what, there's no way to pronounce it. He has name. no vowels in his name. Cause he's a fifth dimensional imp. Um, well, there's a sometimes why though. Well, oh uh, yes, that's a good point. But it's not a vowel in the fifth dimension. Yes, it's never why uh, there. So from oh, yeah, yeah. from Wikipedia, all all the different uh, live action iterations of Mixapidlic has a different uh, pronunciation. For this one, it's Mix Yes Pitlek. Um, <laughs> Imagine writing that Wikipedia article. Just, just, just imagine it. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I have a with, feeling with, like, the, with the pronunciation. I have a feeling they kind of like went in it, went into this episode thinking it was this way, but it was just the way that Howie Mandel pronounced it, and right. they couldn't go back and change. We're it, going so. with it. Um, <laughs> in Smallville, uh, I just saw this episode. His name is pronounced Mix Ill Pit Illick, Mix and then, Isn't he like a little blonde-haired kid in it too? I feel like, like uh, are, he's a bookie from uh, Slo- Slovenia or some sort of uh, Eastern European country, the Balkans. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, so, and, and his family—they're not actually imps; they just have like magic powers or something to uh, to force people to do things. Uh, it was another rapey episode in Smallville. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is the fifth dimension? Like, what what does it consist of? Uh, it's, it's just, you know, you could see time in multiple directions. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that, um, Heineken tastes different there. That's what yes. I learned. Oh, right. <laughs> um, also just, just for continuity in, in Supergirl in the Arrowverse, it's pronounced, uh, where is it? Mixapidolic. Mix, mix Mix a pit. Isn't that what it was pronounced in this episode? <laughs> no, it was that was Mix Yes Pitlick. Oh, okay. well, I don't know. It also he, 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 he goes hard on the Y. Okay. Too Is hard. Howie Mandel funny in the fifth dimension? Maybe that's one of the differentiating <sighs> okay. factors. I think we should talk about this because I'm going to forget. Why was he dressed up like Prince? Like that was Prince from Purple Rain, was it not? Like his it, entire outfit. It, I thought yeah. it was a. Go ahead. I was gonna say they it just they took the purple rain outfit and just like dropped it in black made, dye. And yeah, that was that was it. Yeah, yeah. And I then, thought it was a Christmas themed outfit. He like popped out of the Christmas display. 
Uh, oh. oh, like he was a drummer, drummer boy or something. Yeah, or like some sort of holiday but, themed costume. And then it's just because Howie Mandel for some reason had Jerry curls in the nineties. Is that it his real hair like. or is that a wig? I don't uh, know. I, this is his real hair. This is back when he actually still had hair. Yeah, wow. he wasn't. He wasn't always bald. Uh, it, it, it looked different on Bobby's world, though. I feel like he had like a different uh, style. He had more of a mullet then. Yeah, but isn't like wasn't this contemporary? Wasn't this on at the same time, or did they just like Around change? The same like he got a haircut on the way to um the set of Lois and Clark. <laughs> He, he kind of felt like a low rent magician to me too. Like there was some vibes I was getting of that so for some Prince. reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no offense, Prince, who's dead, but like the he, the flare and the the like the frills coming out of the the arm, the end of his arms. Like it was to me that was that was a a uh, black version of the purple rain costume. Also, like, why would you wear the most conspicuous outfit possible? If you were like, I don't know, it just seems weird to me. Well, he, he made it known that he was part of this. Like he like pretty much announced like what he was doing. He was here to take over. He's like, you know, I was here yeah. 2000 years ago. Remember guys, remember Rome <laughs> yeah. it was built in a day, but, or it wasn't built in a day, but it was shut down in a day. That was all me. Um, yeah. yeah it, this it guy was... wanted attention. He wanted yeah. the attention. Like he's in the bar. He makes the bartender just like Vanish. vaporize into nothing. Uh, I thought that annoyed me because I thought like I thought they were kind of having like a good conversation. Things were going, and he just straight up like vanishes the dude. I'm like, really? Wow, a douche! And then he turned that barking dog at the like the very beginning into one of those like yapping toy poodle things that you buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which that that was the most heartbreaking moment of the episode for me. <laughs> someone's, I was like, someone's beloved family pet has been killed in front of their eyes. Yeah, and I was like, all right, so when everything was undone at the end, does the dog come back? Like, I sure hope so. Yeah. Uh, I I think we should put a pin on that because uh, <laughs> I have some issues with how it ended and uh, okay. how, how the time loop resolved itself. Um, but I just wanted to point out when when he is at the bar, it, you could clearly see that Howie Mandel is just like doing squats to make it look like he's like floating at the bar. I thought he was on one of those yoga balls. Like they just brought in a yoga ball to the set that day and he just yeah. kind of bounced it up and down on it. In my head, it's funnier to imagine that he's, there's nothing behind him and he's just like bobbing up and down. Uh, but we should get back to the time loop because we haven't set it up yet. Uh, in the, in the opening, after the opening, uh, after we see Clark uh, leave his wife with handfuls of bags, it, he has time to change into a Superman outfit. He doesn't have time to rush the, the bags home on the way to this fire. Yeah, but he does uh, his hair. Yeah, he, this he, is important. The man has super speed. He can't. He leaves Lois with all of the bags. Um, <laughs> yeah, he can drop it off somewhere. Yeah, uh, and um, so like they set up the time loop. They get into they Lois and Clark make it to the Daily Planet where it's their holiday party. Uh, Clark's parents fly in early and surprise them at the planet. Uh, pa Kent isn't dead in this continuity, which makes me. Uh, you know, sad that Jonathan Kent's not dead. How do we feel about the the Kents in this yeah. in this version of I, Superman? I, I, I was uncomfortable. <laughs> like, where do they find Ma Kent? Like, that's where <laughs> I need to know because she just looks like um like like a grandma at Christmas wearing her like Christmas sweater to me. Like, that's yeah. just like a, there were a stereotype. It was. It wasn't. No, it had an American flag on it. 
Oh, I, I thought it was like yeah, Christmas. Because I was watching the episode while I was waiting in the line, and I'm just like, uh-huh. "Why is this her sweater? Why is this more American than Christmas?" She's from uh, Kansas, you, middle, you know middle what? nowhere, Kansas. Um, it's she goes to one of those thrift shops out there. Uh, you she bought that for two dollars. That's like her go to um like winner. Sweatshirt, shop. I guess. She, yeah. she definitely yeah. s- 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 sewed sewed that herself. Sued, sued, sued. Yeah. You know what? Mm. I wasn't going to admit it, but she's the one who actually made me my Superman cape. <laughs> <laughs> Martha Kent uh, reached yeah. through the TV and gave you your cape. Yeah, yeah. that's through fair. the fifth dimension. Um, let's see what else happens. Uh, there's uh. Lois's mom comes in because they were supposed to, uh, she was supposed to meet, uh, her husband in Bora Bora or Cancun or whatever, uh, on their second honeymoon or something, which, <laughs> why would you not leave together? I understand that. Yeah. He's yeah, not even, exactly. a, he's not even like a general in this continuity. He's just some guy. And, uh, like, does she ever, does she know him? Like, have they met each other? Yeah. <laughs> It was it an arranged marriage? A rendezvous. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, there was a giant. This, um, there, I think there's this very like, very light-hearted like. Oh, by the way, Lois's mom's an alcoholic, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that must have been like a oh, previous episode, funny. and that was probably like a very hard episode. And I was like, oh man, we should have done that one. <laughs> but even like the Kents know that she's an alcoholic, like because uh, later on in a different time loop, they're like. Should you be drinking that, or was it in the first time loop? I can't remember. They all just yeah. kind of blend together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they just kind of just blend together. The only thing that really uh, changes is the tree and Jimmy's girlfriend. Yes, the tree uh, yeah, yeah. starts as a giant thing that Perry was like, "Oh, I'm just going to spend all of my money on a tree," and uh, and then yes, Jimmy's girlfriend comes in. She's she claims to be a rogue scholar, uh, or Jimmy calls her a rogue mm-hmm. scholar. Um, does anyone want to give me the definition of what a rogue scholar is? Because I probably uh, missed the point. I guess a scholar that's just kind of um, against the against the grain. I guess is the best way to put it. Okay, that's what I assumed. Uh, okay. Yes. Um, it's actually an international postgraduate award for students to study at the University of Oxford. Uh, okay. Well, well, hold on. So there's the the Rhodes scholar which is what you just described uh so but they, there's a term called rogue scholar which i thought was just like people using the wrong term which is a learned or a shrewd person no longer obedient to the status quo playful and mischievous i think he said Rhodes scholar did he say road or rogue Rhodes scholar oh good that's so much that's saying. so much better <laughs> yeah yeah, and makes so much more sense for the episode. No, well, I thought it, makes it was so a much joke because sense. she later turns into like sort of a um, a sex worker. Yes, that, <laughs> or, or at least they allude to that. A real no, they they straight up say it at one point, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I, I believe think they, they do. Yeah, well, that's right? the Lois gives her the makeover. Right. Yes. Nineties. Uh, <laughs> oh, God yeah. about the makeover scene. <laughs> uh, which. Like, somehow she just has all the clothes that the girl was originally wearing in the first iteration right? of time loop. It's like, how did that yeah, happen? With her. <laughs> like, I, like, I would have loved to have seen more about Mr. Potluck's, um, like backstory. <laughs> Instead, they gave us like six minutes dedicated to like a lowest makeover scene. 
Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, Clark goes off to save some orphans. Uh, or no. He goes... What, what happens? He stops a bank robbery. Yes. Uh, he catches the guy falling off the building from the top of the bank robbery. I think the fire that he put out earlier, uh, a bunch of orphans were... Uh, d- d- displaced. Displaced. Um, this is at this point I wrote, Dean Kane is a horrible Clark Kent. Uh, <laughs> Poor Dean. And then Mixie shows himself and puts him in a time loop, essentially. So the thing I didn't understand, what... I don't know if I missed, like, a key element of the episode, but why does the guy keep falling off? Oh, he's trying to kill himself. Oh. Yeah. They alluded to the fact that he fell off, but in in reality, he jumped off. Yeah, by the last last, uh, iteration, Clark realizes that the guy was... uh, trying to kill himself and it's like okay did you jump off the building on purpose and the guy's like <laughs> oh yes. you got me superman <laughs> oh, darn. 10 15 loops to figure this out i mean uh, dean kane is not a good superman either <laughs> i mean he figured it out but the thing that drove me nuts is like he's trying to explain it to lois and he's doing the worst job explaining it. That they're and the other thing that loop. drives me nuts is like she's married to Superman, but like this is hard for her to believe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Thing too. I was like, all right, there's a guy like running around town from another dimension, and she's married to Superman from another planet. Um, has had four years of wild adventures, and it's like we're in a time loop. And she's like, it's impossible. Like the physics make zero sense. Like, yeah. There's, I need, I need evidence but of this Superman. Or He's like, no, I'm just lying to you. He can in uh, Superman the movie. He can just kind of yeah. Spin the world so back. like, why is he even stuck in this time loop? Why doesn't he just go spin the world back? <laughs> uh, would that work though? If if you're battling fifth dimensional magic, would, uh, wouldn't that just get stuck in the time loop as well? You and we're on an ABC time. budget. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We can't yeah. we can't just take the clip from the seventies <laughs> where he's flying around the earth and put it in a letterbox format. Which I'm pretty sure they've done before. Uh I also like to Andrew's point, when he's trying to explain to Lois that they're stuck in a time loop, um Groundhog's Day came out like two, three years prior to this episode. It's in the pop culture lexicon. He could have just said it's Groundhog Day, like, yeah, like the movie. Yeah. Uh, like, and if she doesn't know what it is, you go out to the your local blockbuster, you pick it up, and you watch it in the two hours you have before it turns four o'clock or whatever it was. When the, exactly, yeah, you don't have to watch the whole movie. As soon as like they figure out the first time loop, like, all right, that's what's yeah. going on. Once you get to the montage of Bill Murray just killing himself, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Superman's like, I've been doing this literally for the last twenty years, just stuck in like. I was wondering if, like, maybe he was stuck in this longer than we were led to believe. Uh, I always like, uh, like, randomly during a, during a day, I like to just say to someone, "I've been reliving this day over and over again for a thousand years." To see if anyone catches on to it. Yep. Uh, you and me both, bud. And now <laughs> that's the, when it gets weird. Um, but yeah, uh, it's so with each iteration of the time loop. Uh, Mix Pitalik says that the humans can't stand having their time repeated, so they become more and more depressed, which somehow turn or they lose hope or something to that extent, which somehow turns into Perry 
having already uh, like the established thing is that he purchased a giant tree and that's before the loop starts yet somehow right. the tree starts getting smaller and smaller with each each right iteration. He buys it, yeah before the loop <laughs> yeah uh, and then he's like oh I found it in the dumpster out back uh, the thing about man. trees too is like I mean the difference in cost between a nice tree and a bad tree isn't that great well, you know what I mean? like, a big tree yeah, I know, but he's like, okay, this tree's two hundred dollars. This one's eighty. Like, he runs a newspaper. I don't think it really makes a difference. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fair point. Yeah, newspapers uh, for our younger listeners out there are uh, <laughs> things that uh, giant bundles of paper with the news. It was like the internet before. They would deliver the internet to your house every morning. Yes, it was the front page of it was the front page of Reddit printed. Um, and you had your um, you get the smudges on your hands when you try to read it on a nice hot summer day. Uh, also, yeah, like at any at any point, is uh, Clark Kent going to do any journalism by chance uh, at, at any time? <laughs> I, I feel all right. That's why I, I was kind of getting to you know uh, he's kind of like the fire department and the law enforcement of this of this city because right. he has this like super herring, so he hears like. Oh, that's a five alarm fire going on in like, you know, Main Main Street. I got to go there. And he probably had something to turn in in like 20 minutes. And then Lois is like, oh, I guess I'll just do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, does Clark ever do I, any reporting? Because Lois is the one, the one always doing the Pulitzer reporting. I feel like no. Jimmy the 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 like, What does Clark actually do? He, yeah, like, he, he, uh, he writes the, the sports section. Some of the classifieds, maybe. Yeah. No, he doesn't write them. He just, um, he just like, there archives to them build and Lois up. Yes. That, that could be. Could be as well. Because that's what he and, does spend like, most of his time in the office doing when he's not trying to convince her they're in a time loop. And what does Lois write about? Because I feel like her, her articles are only ever about Superman. Like the ones that I remember anyway. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, all of her Pulitzers are for having s- interviews with Superman. She has a fashion column. <laughs> That's it. I, she's like Carrie Bradshaw of Metropolis. <laughs> and then Superman came along and it's like, you know what? I can't do that anymore. Like this, this new man to just kind of follow around. And who is he? What is he? Where is he from? Um, speaking of Lois, at one point she calls Mix Pedilic uh, Mazel Tov. Uh, <laughs> that seems offensive. <laughs> yes, oh my God. especially a, considering a he is oh. Jewish. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Yeah. It was the yeah. '90s. It was these these things just kind of were allowed on. Yeah, um, network television jokes about Jewish people, um, <laughs> calling people the wrong terms for sex worker, uh, suicide jokes, always funny. Uh, not really. Yeah. It's just dog very murder. 90s. Dog yeah. murder. Perry, Perry goes into his office and because his sons won't come to Christmas, is he's going to play Russian roulette with himself. Oh my God. so oh, dark. Yeah, yeah. At, at one point. Like, and then Clark's solution to this is there's a bunch of orphans without a home <laughs> and brings them in. So Perry, or, or, no, them, sorry. Not, not for your own kids, but for these just random kids yeah. I'm going to just bring into your office. Yeah. Actually, Sorry, he was going to kill himself because he couldn't be Santa for his own kids. That's reasonable. Who are grown men at this point, I believe. <laughs> but um, he's going to come back. Like, it's not going to be like he's not forever dead. 
it's yeah. gonna be what? the next day and he's I feel gonna, he doesn't know in, that, in the uh, time okay. loop no no because didn't mixie say something to the extent of once they start dying you they don't reappear in the loop oh then yeah. like who's who's oh, running wait. the planet that seems like, like crap planet. to me Actually, that's not true because Pa Kent has a heart attack in one of the loops. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we've lost him a few times. It, yeah. Isn't like the way Always to stop die. him from having a heart attack is to have him do like yoga or something? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Hatcher's Lois Lane teaches yoga to the Kents. Yes, the American, Medi- <laughs> the American Medical home. Association recognizes yoga as a treatment for acute heart attack. It's true. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but you're gonna have one later on the day, and you're gonna just stretch for twenty minutes like that just stopped everything from <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um so uh, i mean it was the stress that was killing him so being distressed uh, that that didn't give him the heart attack um i, I feel like he in smallville doesn't he die from a heart attack it's yes like yeah. superman can stop and uh, same with the original movie um it, uh, usually that's that's what happens except for the current continuity where he's uh save where Clark saves him from uh, the truck before Twister takes it off, and then there's the dog is still stuck in the truck. So Pa Kent runs back into the hurricane to release the dog from his truck, and then tell with a look tells Clark <laughs> not to save him. It's like, damn it, Kevin Cosner, you're the worst version of Pa Kent. <laughs> I, I would take I would take this version of Pa Kent over Kevin Costner Pa Kent. Uh, you know what? I didn't mind this version of Pa Kent. I just didn't like this version of Ma Kent. She just, she was like too Ma Kent for me. Like She, I, she was like Aunt May from the early Spider-Man movies. Yeah, uh, not even like that. It's just like, you'll, yeah, maybe. But it was just <laughs> like, where did they find her? Like they couldn't have gotten like a recognizable name of the time, like Betty White or something. That would have been Kent. awesome. Betty White. Well, was Betty White that old? old? Uh, she's probably like she's, well, she's gonna be a hundred in like fifteen minutes. So. Oh jeez! <laughs> yeah, by the time this episode so. drops, this that would have been the right the right. Yeah, right Betty White will be a hundred um, in January. Okay, geez, that's, cool. that's crazy. Um, so to to solve the problem, the yeah, we Lois was fixing the people at the planet to give them hope. Um, and then the the solution to beating fifth dimensional ips for those of you out there that don't know is to make them read their name aloud backwards. That's why uh, Andrew in that Family Guy episode, uh, uh, yes, Alex Trebek has to read his name backwards. Zebert Kella, what that one? <laughs> Zebert Kibla, sound like that. Um, so somehow Lois becomes aware of the time loop, and I yes, I think I missed this like very important. Breaking uh, Cl- development of the episode. She eventually believes Clark because he makes her research fifth dimensional imps, and she says okay. something to the extent of, "You could either whack them with a shillelagh, or uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what the other thing like, was." How but, do we even but, find information on fifth dimensional imps in 1990s? Like, what is she <laughs> digging through to find there's information? A, um, there's a microfiche library in the basement level of daily planet and she goes down there and she's just digging through the archives maybe like something happened in like the um like the early 20s like maybe the stock market crash was caused by mixie and there's some like weird documentation of it that she came across i mean the fact that she found like the solution in the read his name backwards somewhere in those books is yeah. is uh insane well, but it's this- how it's how they easily wrap up the the episode <laughs> 
Well, because they had nine minutes left, and they, you know, this they didn't want this to be a two-parter because you know the Christmas break is coming, and it's not coming back till like mid-January. So. Oh yeah, uh, people people forget. Can't be stuck in a time loop over Christmas. So what does it sound like backwards? I can't remember. Uh, well, so they write it. They write it onto a present yeah. and give the present to to Mixie, and it's uh, it's Kebler. I don't even remember. It's uh, kibbles and bits. Kel- <laughs> It's a, it's a, I, like no the idea. thing is, if that was the only thing that could kill you, would you not always verify that you weren't accidentally saying that? Or like, how do you not recognize your own name backwards as you're reading it off of a card? Yeah, I feel like you would have taken the time to like look at what your name is backwards so you could avoid it in the future. Oh. Unless it was spelled phonetically and it fooled him. I don't know. Well, he I was he's just saying, maybe smarter than them. He thinks he's a god. Because right. he says the planet only needs one god and he has to get rid of Clark so he can be the god. But the thing is, Clark doesn't really act like he thinks he's a god. He's just like, I'm True. just going to do good. Because he's Superman. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is like a whole thing where um, he like makes a bargain with Superman, Mixie, and he's like, you know, I'll let you, I'll let the world go back to normal, but like, I have to be the god. And I'm like, actually, that doesn't seem like a, that bad of a... Um, that bad of a break in development. Like I, I could probably live in that world if I had to. Yeah. I feel like at one point he actually says to Superman, let's make a deal, which is sort of funny considering. <laughs> Predicting no the future. That, that yeah. Dealing deal or no deal. Superman. You know what? <laughs> uh, maybe um, whoever came up with deal or no, no deal saw this episode, saw the way he enunciated, enunciated that line. He's like, that's the guy I want in 10 years. They just remembered uh, yeah. offhand. Uh, so yeah. I just want to, they, they defeat Mixie and then everything trans or the tree transforms back from something found in the alley back into the giant tree from before. Uh, but nothing else transforms back. Like uh, over the course of the episode, Lois is like, my article sucks uh, and throws it away. Uh, and it's like with each iteration, does her article get worse and worse? And then Superman's just like, no, your writing's amazing, whatever. And gives her hope. Like he would um, know. Yeah. Uh, but it's like Jimmy's girlfriend still is like from the iteration where she was a sex worker and Lois redressed her in her original clothing that she just happened to have on hand. And like, I, did Pa Kent not have a heart attack this time because of the yoga? Like <laughs> that, that. I mean, that was the storyline. Like the, the through line from that final time loop. Everything stuck around except for like the orphans were still there. The orphans were still like Perry was in a Santa Claus outfit with the orphans. Um, the most important question for this episode was: Was Jimmy's girlfriend st- no longer a road scholar and currently a sex worker? And are those things really mutually exclusive? Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe they just um, like a comboed like a little bit from this world, a little bit from that world and just kind of mix them all together. Maybe they were looking to do a soft reboot of the show because, you know, ratings are on the decline. Uh, oh, yeah. They could they could have done anything with the, the new continuity. Yeah. yeah. Um, I So that that takes us through Twelfth Night Before Mixmas. Is Boy. there any final thoughts from everyone before we close out this episode uh i was gonna say there was like a long period of time where cat and i have been talking about doing lois and clark for a very special podcast and i'm uh-huh. like i think that ship has sealed after watching this are you yeah. sure there's, there's probably uh, so many more episodes uh, true you could do a good episode 85 more episodes i think there's like 86 episodes total right 
yes. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of remember the, the pilot being very thrilling, though, for some reason. I don't know. But but would that fit a very special podcast theme? It, it, there's got to be more episodes like this where it's like, just stay in school. Don't become a, a sex worker. Uh, that, stay, uh, stay happy. Don't throw yourself off of building. Yeah, that really. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we just covered that in ER. <laughs> don't throw yourself <laughs> right. off of building. Exactly. That's true. I, that was the uh, the hot Thanksgiving episode that we just did a couple weeks ago. There was um, it was a heavy episode. Yeah, it was about yeah. a guy who's not into meat who eats turkey. There, there's a there's always well, the heavy storyline. The thing that ER does well is that like some person suffers a gruesome death and they're like, let's have food. They, they just, <laughs> I think it goes yeah. to show you that in, did, in did that, they do that sen- with the Christmas episode, like watched? in that actual scenario, you know, doctors are like, in, you know, ER doctors are like, well, that was an awful day. Let's have Thanksgiving dinner anyway and have fun. Yeah. Cause otherwise you would, uh, you know, not have a good life. Public uh, John's is still delivering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cat final thoughts. Uh, this is the same year that ABC Family, I think it was Fox Family then, did the Christmas Everyday movie with Eric Von Detten. That oh. was for years after. I just looked Eric, that up. I was like, what year did Eric, that movie come out? Where he Eric Von Detten. Christmas uh, over and over and over. Was that Blink? He was from Blink. Brink. The Brink. Yes. Movie. yes. Yes. It was Brink 182. That's what That's, you're thinking of. Yes. I swear yeah. to God, there was a promotion for Disney Channel that movie plus Blink 182 concert that they called Brink 182. And He's it's the original. Burned drummer. in my head. He was there before Travis. Um, Andrew, final thoughts for the episode? Uh, uh, never again, first of all. Um, I It took me about half the episode, by the way, to figure out it was Howie Mandel. That's just uh, where I am right now in my life. And uh, no, it was really terrible, but I guess it makes sense that this was the final season. It's mm. all coming clear now. Uh, for me, uh, my last note is, wow, that was terrible. I'm glad I picked this out of the three or four that they did. Um, you're welcome. And wow, that's it that for this good. holiday edition of Nay We 90s. Thank you to Patrick M. Dunn and Kat Helstead, the author from a very special podcast for coming on. Can you let our listeners know where to find you two? Yeah, I'll, I'll let her do it because she has this whole like spiel written down. It's great. I was like, I knew you were going to do this. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Mary Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram at a very special podcast. Do not accept imitations. And then a very special podcast.com, saltyrockmedia.com, and pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find us. Uh, you forgot about our Pinterest, our <laughs> most important. Uh, <laughs> I don't even oh, know yeah. what that is. I, can't, I don't even know the last time I went on Pinterest. Uh, uh, long, and, uh, long time joke we got. <laughs> and as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90s or find our personal accounts at Bishwitty and at Andrew, and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Namely90s with also with a 90s. Finally, you can also contact us through our website Namely90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Mixmas, Deezer, TuneIn, Good Pods, iHeart, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon. That's Andrew. Thank you one final time. Yes, to Patrick M. Dunn and Kat Halstead, the author from a very special podcast. And Merry Christmas Eve, everyone. We'll catch Merry you next Christmas time. Christmas Eve.
juices. 